Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks is brought to you by two kinky poly babes on a mission to make sure you can be well-informed before diving into all things kink, dating, sex, and non-monogamy. We want to make sure this content can stay free and available for everyone who needs it. And with a little help from our listeners, we can do exactly that. Consider joining our Patreon for a monthly subscription where you can have access to our behind-the-scenes content, or you can make a small donation to our Ko-fi, where you can donate as little as $2 to make a huge difference. We greatly appreciate it. Let's go. Hi. I'm CJ. This girl, I don't know her. I think her name is $2 prostitutes. April. And we are Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks. Oh my. And today, sorry, no, I'm going to do like... (laughs) I'm going to do news yesterday. Are you about to keep going? Yeah, yeah. Today on <laughs> Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks, we're going to talk about are you ready to be dating? Should you be dating? What can happen if you're not ready to be dating? And how to figure out if you are ready. Period. I don't. I think there's other things we're going to talk about too, but I was yeah. just like, I was in the That's zone. That's general. Yeah. You know? no, that was like your, that was like the little like strip on the news when it's like, this just did. Do they still do that? Not watch news know. in so long. If it's yeah. not in like a five minute wrap up video, right? on if it's Facebook, not on BuzzFeed, Facebook, or Instagram, I if it's not in a listicle, yeah, no, it's pretty much just go straight to BuzzFeed and it on there. I don't want it. Mm-mm. Period. Period. Tuh. Tuh. I can't help this. I keep clicking the cap. <laughs> Sorry, I did that last Bothering episode you. too. No, because I, I know. Do I'm you gonna hear it? I, I don't know. I haven't listened back to the video uh, yet. So. Oh, you mean just this one that we just recorded? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, no, because I'm just like... I didn't hear it if that helps, but I also... Oh, yay! ...wasn't paying attention to it. Good. You're welcome. We had such a fun munch last week. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> words Thank in, you guys so much for coming. Words in two days and we need sleep. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to talk about should you be dating... Yeah, and let me tell you something. This has been um, a long time coming. We dropped this card on the on our planning board, a and while ago. Uh, did you no? No, it was a while. Uh, we it had was like a comment well back before from last December. year. It was yeah. well into last year. Yeah, probably around the time that I like split up with. <laughs> I got out of my significant relationship, yeah. and then I'm like, how do I know? <laughs> and we're like, okay. And you're like, well, let's not figure that out immediately. <laughs> So this is mostly just to help you identify, one, if you should be dating personally. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're on a date or dating someone and you're just not sure why it just feels wonky or why their energy feels wonky or why it's just not clicking, it could very well fall into this in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like I've been on so many dates where I'm like, you ain't ready for this. I've even ready. told them they're not ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to talk about like how that really jumped out. Like what made it? We made it jump out. Why is it so obvious? Yeah. 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 Some were way more obvious than others too. Yeah. And also like, why is it important to know if someone's ready to date or not? I want to go wrong. Yeah, definitely. And then we'll also share examples of when we've dated when we're We're coming clean. Yeah. Confession. Confessing. Confessing. I need that little like screen (gasps) in like the Catholic church. They're like, want you to say, forgive me, mommy, for I have sinned. And this is how I know she has Dom leaning tendencies. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> Don't look at me when you're talking to me. <laughs> that even in the screen? There. I was about to say, I was like, wait. My bride side was like, yeah. What are you going to do? You can't stop me from <laughs> What are you going to do? In my own podcast. 
Hey guys, if you haven't already, go check out our degradation episode. <laughs> it was posted right before Just this one. Just dropped right last a week. A week ago. So where should we start? What a great question. Yeah. What about, what was, I want to start where we started to see it. When we were on dates and we were going out with people, what were some things that were sticking out that were like, you know something, I don't think you're ready to date. Because that's where this kind of got inspired. Yeah, I mean, when I guess we should preface this, so like, we come from a non-monogamous mm-hmm. viewpoint. Yeah, very but true. But this can also be very monogamous-based. I think so. I think when I was, like, writing points, I, like, had to stop and differentiate for myself. Like, wait a minute, am I making this geared towards, like, non-monogamous or am I making this, like... Because it kind of felt like it was applicable to across the board. Yeah, I think this is just, like, a human condition. Because... So, we're in our 30s. Yes. I'm in my more advanced 30s. Um, so a lot of people our age are going through divorce. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have to bring it up. I've had friends. Well, even someone that I went on a date with and then we found out he got divorced, what, like six months later or whatever. Got married six months later. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) like this is, it's just really common and they've even shown, I've seen statistics like there is a spike at certain ages. Yeah. And 30s is one of those. Um, yeah, and I think also, I mean, inspired by pandemic recently with a lot of like yeah. lockdowns. We talked about that. Well, we didn't talk about it on the pod, but like people spending talk, more yeah. time together because they had to be at home together, and they just like did not. Unfortunately, I'm in that statistic. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are. I mean, yeah, it. Divorce attorneys, divorce attorneys made those out like bandits through pandemic. So, mind simplified. Yeah. So this is really for anyone, though. Like, you can be monogamous and have this apply to you or non-monogamous. I agree. I do, because I said that point. Yeah. Or play partners. You don't even necessarily have to be looking at... Oh, that's true. Because I think sometimes, like, this... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to jump the gun. But, like, there's some very obvious things that come up, and you're just like, oh, I don't Mm. think you really know where you are. You shouldn't do that yet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So... Okay, wait, what did you ask before that? I don't remember. How this came up. Oh, so examples of when we've seen this. Is that what you wanted to do Yeah, I was saying like, no, I think I was saying, what are some of the dead giveaways that we have seen? And then I did reference when we were dating and it came up. So, okay, and this is not a jab at siege. um, Great. But (laughs) generally, anytime someone has told me that they are recently divorced or recently out of relationship, and I mean recently like within... God, eight to 12 weeks is usually a huge red flag. Um, actually, I matched with someone recently that I really liked, and he was like, oh, yeah, no, I recently just got divorced. And I was like, and I'm out. I've been on a date where I could see that that was where a person was no longer interested in me. Yeah. Where they were like, how long? I was like, well, first of all, I've been poly since 2019. That feels like, so I've been dating the whole time. But yeah. he was like, no, 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 how long since you've been divorced? And I was like, damn it. And girl can't get laid even though she just got divorced, huh? Fine. Yeah, well, and this guy that I decided and told him I wasn't interested, he was looking to date date, mm-hmm. and I could just tell he wasn't ready for that. Because mm-hmm. um, in, in the way he was answering things, he's like, oh, I'd be willing to try that. Oh, I could try, or I guess that's where I'm going to end up. And it's like, mm, you don't really know yourself yet. You don't know what you want yet. Yeah, I think, and so that's kind of one of the first indicators is not really knowing what you want. And it can kind of be based on like what typically happens when you're coming out of a breakup and like where, I mean, a lot of us have experienced a breakup, so we know what those stages look like. So when we see you going through a stage and it's like, oh yeah, I just broke up, but you know what? I'm just like 
focusing on getting back out there and blah, blah, blah. It's like, all right, you haven't really like sat through it. You're not really sure what you want. You haven't really reevaluated like what went wrong previously, what you want to improve on, what, what do you yeah. want? Have your wants changed, you know? And it's actually more of a red flag for me if you say that you are, like if you try to be too open to too many things. Yeah. Instead of just saying that I don't know what I want. To yeah, me, true. that's much more self-evaluative mm-hmm. and much more inward-looking than yeah. just being like, oh, yeah, no, I could try that. It's like, mm. I think that people who are looking to build a relationship with you want to know that you have answered those questions for yourself. Like, yeah. that's more of a solid place to be as opposed to like, oh, so you could at any point while we're dating find out that that's not what you want and right. then like back out because you haven't asked yourself that question. I mean, there's a difference between like when you go through that dating process and you're trying to figure out if you're compatible versus like a person who's trying to be gun ho on everything and then finds out, oh, I didn't want it. It's like, well, we kind of avoided this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I think the other, at least in the poly side of this, um, I knew they weren't ready to date based on the over-involvement of their partner or spouse yeah. and the overreaction of partner or spouse. Yes. Or them acting as if there was going to be an overreaction even though there was not. What do you mean by that one? Um, so like specifically uh, stage one. Mm-hmm. Do you remember where he was like, oh, well, I'm not doing this because she's like worried about it but but if i was doing it it would be it would be why this would be why oh okay yeah yeah do you remember, remember that, that kind yeah. of like mm-hmm. like i don't know how she would feel about it so i can't yeah mm-hmm. um that a lot of times tells me that you're not ready yet mm-hmm. to jump into that is it because you're acting in a way to like protect a partner in a non-monogamous situation or um yeah it tells me that one you've probably not had some really deep dive soul searching stuff that you need to do Mm -hmm. um coupled with you probably need to go to therapy to figure out whatever fears are driving this line of thinking Mm -hmm. um and typically those people tend to have meltdowns within the first couple months Mm -hmm. yeah because everything just gets to be too much you know they don't know how to handle the emotions. They don't know how to handle that with their partners. And if their mm-hmm. partners are dating, it just kind of cascades. Very true. Very true. And a lot of that stuff happens a lot in the beginning. Yeah. Usually That's for it. me in the first three months. Mm-hmm. We usually don't make it out of that if they haven't done the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As in the first three months of them being newly open or? Uh, of me interacting with them. Oh, I see what you mean. And I don't know if that's, you know, because I do know who I am and what I want. So mm-hmm. I, it's almost like there's two magnets trying to force each other part in a way. Like, I don't know if that just amplifies it. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if that just makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because I do know pretty certainly what I want and what I am and am not open to. and Yeah, and it just juxtaposes. Yeah. In comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen that with anyone you've dated. Um. Well, it's tricky for me because I'm so susceptible to lies. <laughs> I don't know. Like I told somebody that I was just looking to like kind of have a friend with benefits thing and I was worried and this is a person who I knew from the past and I was like, well, I don't really get in a relationship and that's kind of hard to like parse through. And uh, he was like, oh my God, yeah, me too. I'm just so busy all the time or on my own business. I just I really, I never have time to really hang out or like focus on like those relationship building things. So like for me, I'm also searching for a just physical thing. And I was like, oh, awesome. That's what I said. And then you said that back to me. So that translates in my brain to us both looking for the same things and then it became like 
it felt like there were feelings attached for me not wanting to see him at times or wanting to cut it off or like there was a lot more communication than I thought was going to be happening. So it felt like the action didn't match what you said. Yeah. And I'm pretty direct about like behaviors and things. Mm-hmm. So like to kind of like be doing those things that we specifically talked about not wanting to do and yeah. what was repulsing us from other relationships. Now I just feel like you wanted to agree with me just so we could fuck. You're parroting. Yeah. He was parroting. Not he was you. parroting, yeah. I was originally. I was my own selfing. <laughs> I was selfing, but now I was, the camera. I was OCing, if you will, you know, original content. Ah, nice. 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 Um, trying to think about someone else I've seen. Um, oh, there was one and I just totally lost it. Damn it. I had another one where um, I was talking to a person who was partnered who um, I asked them what they were looking for and they were just like, we're just seeing who's open to the lifestyle. I was like, oh. Mm. Fishing. You're just fishing. I was just like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, this is such a great friendship that you and I have. Such friendship. This is such a, we're such good friends. Friends who would never play together. Oh, I had the one where he was, no, I've had a couple where um, they would tell me how much they were still in love with their ex. That, I think, and this one is also applies in the monogamy world, right? Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, if you're yeah. still talking about your ex, and I think maybe you think that could get blurry if you're non-monogamous, but I think no. that those are repar- the repairing times are still the same. And I told specifically the two dates that I went on, two separate people at two very different times, that they were not ready, and they eventually admitted, yeah, I'm not ready. Yeah, it's happened at least two times. Yeah, I'm like, I shouldn't have to be on this date to tell you that. You should know better. Yeah. Like, no offense, you should know better. There were some uh, levels of involvement with exes on certain dates for you that were like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're still living together. and Yeah, no, that... Yeah, and it's not even that, like, the exes were still living with them, which is a problem. It was the intricate intertwining of their lives still mm-hmm. yeah. like oh i can't have anyone over because my ex is there it's like well then if y'all are broken up what's the problem yeah. yeah like you're clearly not ready to date if there's that still hang up happening yeah and this wasn't like a situation where the people have broken up and they like have children together or something no. like that which is like obviously that level of involvement should be expected it like has felt like in our experiences that we're referring to this is like a person who maybe wasn't even married or no. you know they had no significant connection and they were just still like yeah and this i'm using their car and they use my they're, they're actually renting my house or, or something yep. like that it was very like okay yeah multiple that are still living together. i've had multiple guys who are like oh i'm still living with my ex but i can't bring one over because she wouldn't like it it's like well so then so that's not your ex. Yeah. Still your current, by the way. Yeah. If you're still if your life still revolves around how you treat that person, I would say you guys are still pretty heavily involved. Yeah. So those are the ones off the top of my head I can think of. Yeah, yeah, me too, to be honest. A lot, so like in short, actions not matching words. Um, indicators that they're still heavily involved with their the person that they broke up with. Um, and then just indicators that show that maybe they don't really know what they're looking for. Yeah. Well, as a self call out as well for myself, actually before I got divorced, when I was just starting to be poly and I was like, I only want physical. I just want to, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, here just, to I'm ready to, I'm ready for my hoe phase. Down to clown. Down, uh, always. Um, but actually I always caught feelings. I was just like, you only want to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard. Yeah. So anyway. Hmm. Bless your little cancer heart. <laughs> Yay. She tried. She tried her bestest. Thought. She thought. 
Um, well, what about some of these ways to figure out if you are ready to date? So let's say you've gone through the breakup or you are poly, you already have a partner, whatever that looks like. How to yeah. self-evaluate. Are you ready or should you be dating? Yeah. And this question does come up a lot for people who are trying out uh, Nam Nam Me for the first time too, where they're like, I've read all the, I read Ethical Slut. I read more than two. I listen to every episode of Multiamory. I'm a regular on the Polyamory subreddit, etc. I Google. I have Googled so much. Siri I have told three me. therapists. Why not be insane? That's I think I just described a person who I'm like really attracted to. <laughs> I'm just here making hypotheticals my perfect person. <laughs> but like, I, so the reason why I went back and clarified that part is because one of the first things that I think that you should be asking yourself if you're like, I'm ready to date and it is from a newly non-monogamous perspective, I really think you should be asking yourself, um, did you choose the poly lifestyle or did you agree to the poly yeah. lifestyle? And I think those are different. They are. Yeah, they are. Um, and I will say that, like, definitely my ex-husband wouldn't have passed that because it was very like, yeah, well, I mean, you know, my wife is maybe going to leave me if I don't do this, I think, you know? And it's like, no and yes. <laughs> yes and no, you know? But then, like, the, uh, to be honest, in a much more serious way, um, there were a lot of indicators that it really wasn't the lifestyle for him. And yeah. it was way more than the lifestyle for me. Actually, and this is a little bit of a bittersweet memory, I had like a conversation where um, he had revealed that he feels guilty being on dates. Mm -hmm. And I had revealed that I had never once felt guilty being on a date. That was kind of an indicator of who's poly, yeah. who's not here, you know? I felt like I was being more true to myself and he felt he was being really inauthentic to himself, you know? So there's the difference of why it's like, do you, did you agree? Like, are you, are you, I'm okay with it, you know? Cause then you're kind of just trying to force a, you know, triangle into a circle hole. Hmm. It's not going in. No. Do you guys see that? You see how it's not going in? <laughs> it just doesn't fit. Well, and you're also dating other, like you're, you're dating other humans. Like that you're bringing is, yes. so many different emotions into it. And some of these are people with many extensions. Mm -hmm. So you're, that's a whole mess that you're getting yourself into if you did not choose to do this. Yeah. And you're not ready. Exactly. And you're kind of just like, like what I don't like is a sort of like tit for tat type thing where it's like, mm -hmm. oh, you want a date. So I need to go on a date. Yeah. And you're just like kind of taking this unassuming person who probably is trying to form a connection. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. I've been on those dates. Ugh. yeah and my advice that i wrote here is if you didn't choose it seek the support of a trusted friend and a therapist to be very honest with you about whether or not staying in this relationship is right for you yeah or maybe you need to look at monopoly or maybe you need to look yeah. at other op like there are other options that's why I, I wanted to really include like who is a friend of yours who could be honest with you yeah. you know like somebody who knows you who's like not a parent you know who is not like feels attached to the outcome mm -hmm. you know so yeah I think, um, well, maybe not this next one, but this one I think definitely across the board applies to mono and poly. Yeah. And I want to say that point that you just referenced, we already talked about it, to be honest. Like, yeah. do you know what you want? Do you know yourself well? The distinction of do you know yourself well enough to know what you want is very, very clear. Like, once again, back to my example of like, I should have known myself well enough to know that I couldn't mm -hmm. just fuck around and be a hoe, you know? It was interesting to watch you try, though. I was so good at it. Because you kept really declaring, I, I don't want emotions. And I'm like, I oh, no, do you not? You don't want emotions? Little baby I, want, cancer? I don't want emotions. I want the motion. And you're the most feeling person. Shut <laughs> like, shut, shut your computer. It's not a bad thing. 
was a wait and so actually I was waiting 23 minutes <laughs> to get it <laughs> to do it yeah um yeah it was um, interesting no, to yeah. watch you really fight yourself on that one you had to do it though hey you had it's to get all about system. learning um how urgent is your need to find a partner and That's i think one boy this is a big one no matter if you're mono poly whatever truly it is not a fucking race yeah, especially it's like, I, I I would never recommend skipping the part where you really have to look at yourself and evaluate yourself. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, I mean, there's research showing that going quickly into another relationship is kind of like codependent behavior. Ask me yes. anything about codependency. <laughs> um, and then also, it, to use terms that we've used, it's a lot of like indicative of a glomming nature too. You yeah. just want to like reattach to somebody. Uh, so, and I also think in... Polly, uh, God, what's sort of like poor fuck example <laughs> version. Um, if you're the urgent need could also come from like, oh, my partner's seeing somebody. So I want to see somebody. Don't want to be left out. Right. Or don't want to be alone. Yeah. I, I want to have mine. If you yeah. have yours, I want to have mine, which is already like, listen, these are people stuff. That sounds really possessive. But, um, if you're doing it for that reason, you're not really doing it for a reason of building a relationship. So no, no you're not ready. No. And honestly, now I get excited if he has a date and I don't. Take the whole fucking house of myself. Get out. The fuck out. Oh my god, can you imagine if you did do it tit for tat and it's like, and then your boyfriend's like, hey, where are you? Come on. Let's go. You get no time for yourself. I are you alone tonight? My turn. Okay. Get out. Okay. I just not me. answer. Get off me. <laughs> um, this is a big one. I like this one too. The deal breakers. Can, thank you, Reddit. Can you define for yourself things that are deal breakers in a relationship versus things you could compromise on? I also did like that for the second half. Mm-hmm. What's I a deal breaker for you? Uh, for me, a deal breaker, oh, man, this is hard because I know this is going to keep me single for a really long time, but a deal breaker kind of has been if you're not in therapy. Hmm. So that means that 90% of the people I talk to, I'm not interested in. Yeah, minimum. <laughs> it's hard. Like I, it's, I don't know. It's hard for me to, maybe in the future I can compromise on it if, if after I do more work and, or if I'm just like lonely for long enough or or I have better boundaries yep. maybe maybe mm-hmm. it's a better it might be a boundary issue because I still feel like it's hard for me to kind of like listen to people's problem and not like immediately jump into like savior mode of like well why don't you just you know do maybe when you've like worked through more of the codependency stuff yeah yeah, yeah. if I could just be like oh that sucks let me know yeah. no no let me know nothing seriously no, like, don't tell I, don't me. Know. I mean we could talk about it but I don't you know, I don't know I'm not gonna fix Sorry. it for you yeah I don't want to I, I feel like I really default to being a fixer and I'm trying to work yeah. on it Overfunction or synonymous? <sighs> um, one for me, a deal breaker is definitely I'm not willing to hide who I am. Oh, or yeah. Or hide our relationship. Yes, be it friendship or whatever. I am not willing to be your guilty pleasure. Yeah, actually, that's not I will a deal not hide. I won't hide from. And I won't compromise on that. Like, I'm not trying to meet someone's kids right away or whatever, but I'm not going to worry if we're out and your kids see us that I have to duck around the corner. Right, yeah. I'm not anyone's dirty secret. Mm-hmm, that's yeah. a hard line for me. I don't know if this is a hard line for me, but I want to be able to know that I can eventually meet the yeah. important people in your life. Yeah. You know? But I think that maybe also comes from not hiding. Yeah. 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 I, that That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, do you have any examples of things that you're willing to compromise on? That for me, I'd really have to sit with that. I, I don't what know. What am I willing to compromise on? Um, You know, for me, I would prefer they have had some sort of therapy, but it's not a requirement. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I would prefer to be, have the organicness of possibly meeting other partners or 
like if they have kids that they live with, mm-hmm. I am somewhat willing to compromise on that to the extent of like if it's they just don't want to meet but if we are out in public i'm not hiding yeah, yeah does yeah. that make as sense as long as it's not hiding yeah that yeah. part seems pretty clear so i'm I'm open to some compromises on that mm-hmm. um so there's some things i'm willing to compromise on and some things are hard no yeah i did the reason why i asked is like except first when i was even writing the notes i was like damn what's my like i don't have a ready one on that i know for me a hard which sounds weird more people i think are willing to compromise on this but there's an age thing so i will not date someone who is too young so i won't date anyone who's like under 28 29 it's a hard no yeah it's a hard no just because scientifically your brains are not developed until you're in mid to late 20s yeah and i just feel it's irresponsible of me to date someone who is not ready yeah and and physiologically biologically i know they're not ready i have that same conviction and if you want to fight me on that come for me like i don't yeah that's a that that's also one of our i don't know controversial opinions Opinions. because like some people are like if you're both adults and you're both consenting then mm," and i'm just like i mean but i mean they've do you know what you're consenting to as a child they've shown scientifically that you are not fully developed until you're in your mid-20s period like it's not even our opinion it's literally a scientific fact Mm -hmm. yeah so i just feel like as a 37 year old it is not responsible of me to get into a relationship with someone who's not fully developed yeah i completely agree with that like ew yeah sorry i mean it it just is what it is yeah there's exceptions to every rule and i understand that there are exceptions to every rule. So you might be the exception if you are going, hey, I'm 25 and my partner's 35 and it works. There are always exceptions to every rule. But for the most part, that's the rule. Sorry. Not sorry. I have never Honestly, met I'm not sorry. where it, there was an exception, at least for when I was in a dating dynamic. No. But I don't even have my uh, dating app to show me anybody under like Mine's at the four 29. years younger than me. Yeah. So Mine's, whatever it is, as I'm going up. Mine's at the 29, and I actually almost changed it to 30. And even, honestly, I was a very mature 25-year-old, and I still wouldn't have been ready for a 35-year-old. I probably would have fought you on it and said that I could, but that's because I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know. Because you don't know any better. You know. Um, what next? Um, I will say this was pretty standard. You have a hard but productive conversation. Like, are you able to? Like, the reason why that one stands out for me is because, like, I, I, de- I definitely felt like after getting divorced, I was so relationship exhausted that I didn't want to deal with anything. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's like, that's been the biggest indicator for me of not being ready to date is like not really feeling like I have space to help some, to hold space for another person being emotional. Mm-hmm. Like even like in a friend way where it's like, I felt like, you know, I, the friends I have, I'm happy to do that for them. But yeah. anything more than that feels like too much. And I don't want to be part of relationships where that's not present allowed uh, or allowed yeah. yeah like even if i could say like okay but i'll get into a relationship it's not emotional it's just like mm, i'm not gonna want that forever i yeah. know and this is a very like responsive like yeah. this is a reactive reaction to um what i came out of yeah and just needing to heal on that and i have noticed like s- like lately small like desires to do that so it's like, okay, maybe that is like a small indicator of one part of me is kind of getting ready to date again. Starting to get back into Yeah, but that's the first time I felt it at all. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's just like I've recovered enough. It happened around the time with the codependency book. I don't know if it was like inspiring me to be codependent again. <laughs> just kidding. The book was like, oh. I was like, this is all good ideas. I remember I missed that. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but yeah, just like, uh, and I think that um, 
you and I had met a person who was very, uh, at one point, like, I don't want to take care of anybody. I don't want to even think about yeah. someone else's emotions. Blah, 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 blah. And how it even felt being a friend to that person where I was like, oh, okay, so we can't really even be close because you don't yeah. want to do that at all. And I, you know, I, I want to be a friend who that provides that and receives But then that. they were dating, which was very confusing. Listen, I don't want to talk. Don't get me started on this because so I, I feel like I have more notes. There are a lot of notes on <laughs> that, that one. I want to do that. There are a lot of notes. Um, <clears throat> but this yeah. is this next one's a huge poly one. Uh, it's yes. also a huge poly running joke. Yes. Yeah. Can you be honest about your time and your ability to make time and schedule? <laughs> Jesus. Are you professional at Google Calendar? Literally. If you don't use Google Calendar, what calendar do you use? If you don't have a calendar, I don't even know who. I how can't do you trust live? you? If you don't use a calendar, I don't trust you. How do you I trust you? I don't. I think you're a terrorist. I said it. And this is this is a big one, especially if you have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and also how to prioritize your time. Like, who's going to get the priority? Is it going to be your eighteen-year-old kid? Is it going to be your spouse, your partner, your date? Like, mm-hmm. how are you going to handle that? Because it's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to happen. Any any version of that. Uh, that was another one that was inspired by. Me <laughs> doing things wrong. Um, I kept forgetting to check dating apps when I tried to get back on dating apps. Great, cool. Yeah. So just like forgetting about conversations a lot, unintentional ghosting. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. Sorry. Sorry if anybody recognizes me from the apps and I did that to you. It's one She's specific guy, actually, I will say. Tyler, if you're out there, I do really regret. <laughs> you unmatched me and I deserved it. I deserved it. But I would Sorry, love another chance. Tyler's cute. Um, anyway, so yeah. So for that one, for me, it's like, yeah, can you be responsible and mature about your time and just be honest with yourself and whether or not your person forgets messages like me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's fair. And I, I mean, and this can ebb and flow too. Yeah. Like I haven't noticed the last couple weeks because we've been so fucking busy. I've started forgetting about people on dating apps. Yeah. I even had someone last night. They were like, so that's a no. And I was like, oh, a no for what? And they're like, oh, well, you didn't respond for a day. And I was like, I have been so fucking busy. Days long for you. Sorry. Uh, no, yeah, I finally, like, well, I guess I should re-download the apps to make sure it's fully inactive, but I don't have mm-hmm. the apps on my phone, and, uh, I have Facebook dating still, but I put in my bio that I'm inactive, and I just like people watching. That's fair. And if Jason Momoa tries to match with me, then yeah, I'm single and ready to mingle. This one, I don't, are you Uh, so this is kind of inspired by like, uh, if you're newly poly and you're trying to think about another person, your, your partner going on a date or like maintaining their own schedule and it makes you feel like, um, <gasps> you know, if you're willing to relinquish that control yeah, kind or of. sense of control. I like that you don't even get it cause that's just how you naturally are. So you're like, what do you mean? Let <laughs> I'm somebody like, be their own person. And I was like, <laughs> no, but it's like, yeah, like for, I think I tried to phrase it. Like if you're in a couple, are you ready to let your partner be autonomous with their body, with yeah. their time, with their space? And I think that's kind of a huge hang-up for a lot of couples who date. Huge. It's like, no, I don't want to. When I was married and I tried being poly, uh, the concept of if you have not scheduled something with me on the calendar, then that's time for yeah. me and not your time. It was very like... Yeah. And that's I mean. that's truly how we all move about. Like yeah. That's how I move about with Jay, too, where Jay's not even... I've said this on other podcasts. Like Jay's not even on my calendar. She is. Jay's not. And that's truly because Jay and I don't owe each other our time. Mm-hmm. Like I got home last night after our dinner, um, company dinner and a date, a date. We made out. We did. <laughs> she bought Where I dinner. got the come catcher from. Um, it's steak. <laughs> I had filet mignon. You did. I it did. looked good. That's true. It was delicious. Food was, it was really very good. good. I, 
<laughs> a tangent. <laughs> every every day I tell myself we do not have the budget to take ourselves there this weekend. <laughs> so, and that's just since good. last night. So I would go back. I want the Royal Yoli. Stop. Right? I, I, I know where I want to go for my birthday and I want you to treat me. Okay. <laughs> um... Like, Jay, uh, yeah. I got home last night, and I was like, oh, hey, uh, don't forget, uh, Wednesday I'm podcasting, Thursday I'll be home, Friday I have the munch, Saturday I'm going to a burlesque show. And it sounds was, exactly like what I was telling Ruckus the other night. Yeah. <laughs> him and <laughs> Jay and Ruckus are just, like, holding paw. They're like... <laughs> and Jay was like, oh, did you tell me about this or this? I was like, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I think I did, maybe. <laughs> um, but he doesn't get mad because he he knows as well. Like, I don't... Neither one of us owe that time. Mm-hmm. He has his own thing. He goes to Muay Thai three times a week. Yeah. He does his own stuff. I have no control over that. It's whatever. It's his own yeah. time. He's a grown-ass adult. Yeah, he's like almost a full person. Yeah, he's like a whole <laughs> I mean, human. That's a little bit of a jab at like, you know, I, I don't know. When you're glommed together, your whole, your person is your life. Yeah. So it is hard to be like, well, what do I do if you're not around? Which like, I would say from our perspective, is almost like, yikes, what do you mean? What are you going to do if I'm not around? I hope you have that figured out. Like, Go do something. Some, anything. You can do whatever you want. Make a sandwich. I don't know. I get so excited if I have like nothing on the calendar. I'm like, oh, I can do anything. I have so much more right. Anything? I'm going to go to that donut place. <laughs> Which one? Daylight Donuts. Um, They're so mm-hmm. good. I went there for the first time with Rose. They have the, uh, they have a what is it, the Kolach or whatever. There is a thing out in Texas that I had out with there. The sausage? Yeah. Uh, okay. That's from Texas. That's well, it's actually thing. technically, I think, Polish. This whole chain will does that. Yeah. They, but like, out, they do these donuts and that thing. Yeah, and out in Texas, everyone has those. So, like, you could go to, like, a gas station or, like, anything, drive throughs and get those. So there when was, I found it here, I got really excited. There was an item uh, in Japan. I went to a Japanese bakery one time. That, Sorry, we're having Japan, a food moment. Please. And they had something like that. It was like a, a hot dog in like a, mm-hmm. you know. And um, the name of it was Oishi Wiener, which is delicious wiener. My new favorite stripper name. I was like, Oishi Wiener. That's one of the Give me two. I want two tasty I want two. I want two delicious wieners. Literally. Polly. Hey. I also love double penetration. I'm just joking. Um, Next. um, Well, actually, same point. um, Where, yeah, comfortable letting somebody else be autonomous without you. I also like this for, like, especially, hey, you know what? If you're watching this and you're, like, curious about dating me and you'd like to. um, I, I like to remain autonomous the whole time. Yeah. I'm really not... And probably for the next few, for the foreseeable future, I would like to remain autonomous. Yeah. I actually am still on the fence about whether or not I want to live with somebody again in the future. Unless we're in a mansion, we don't have to see each other. Real Will Will and Jada Smith type shit, you know? Um, But the other one, um, this is directed at newly poly people again who like to try and establish rules for like safety. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, I think I had read this in a comment or maybe I'm making this up for my gorgeously genius brain. Um, where it's like, you're making these rules cause you don't trust your partner to act right yeah. or act in your like best interest to, well, not like your best interest, but like in consideration of you. Yeah. Which I think is a huge red flag. I think we should talk about that more. Yeah. Like if you're ready, well, if I don't tell him to come home by 11, he just will never come home. And it's like, for what? That's. Did he come home previously? <laughs> yeah. What was it before? before you had the rule? Well, like... back when we have nothing on the schedule and that means we have to come together and now our time together starts and we just have to be together. Like, yeah, I'm sure that can be jarring for some. But yeah, no, I just, yeah. Just ask yourself if you're making rules because you want to trust your partner and like work on that. Yeah. And don't start dating until you have that perfect good out. Yeah. Um, 
I would say things that I made a couple notes, things to just like consider or think about. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to start dating, especially if you're non monogamy, or honestly, one of these is just generally as a human thing. Yeah. Um, so if your mental health gets rocky, how are you going to communicate and handle that with people you're dating? Yes. And that's a huge one. Yeah, absolutely. I think the most recent stat I heard somewhere is like 80% of, or 90%, it's some crazy high stat that that amount of the population has some form of mental health struggles. Yeah. Be it diagnosed or otherwise. Yeah. Especially through pandemic shit. Who didn't have a mental health struggle? This reality has changed since pandemic. Yeah. Very much. Like, yeah, that's... So it's more of like not saying that you're going to have to have a mental health issue, but what's going to happen if you do? Mm-hmm. What are your safety nets? How are you going to communicate that? How, like, are you just going to drop everyone? Are you, and if you are, just communicate that. Like you, it really just comes down to transparency and knowing how to move about the best you yeah. can. I think, uh, I think it's a great skill to have, especially in your regular, I mean, non-romantic relationships. I think that's actually something you and I have worked on for myself. Yes. Where it's like, hey, if you're seeing me uh, having mental health problems before I'm seeing it, please, like, please buy me donuts specifically from Daylight Donuts so that I can know. And then I'll be like, yay, donuts! Oh, oh my mental health. <laughs> Well, it's, well, for me, I use my humor, like, almost as a survival method. I mean, I have a real issue with, like, perfectionism, too. So, like, me thinking, like, oh, shit, people know that I'm, like, you know. But it's, like, yeah, well, good friends know when you're shifting. Yeah. So, it's not a bad thing. That's indicative, actually, of a great thing. It's a great friendship. Um, But, yeah, so sometimes uh, when I remember that I can't make it in this existence without um, a tribe of some sort because we're social creatures. So when I lean on friends, you know, um, and then, yeah, so it's really about being transparent, communicating, you know, and I will say like my, I know definitely one time that I, and I really didn't date too much after it. I went on one date, like within three weeks. So after my assault, Mm -hmm. um, I went on a date like three or four weeks after Mm -hmm. with someone who, And and our therapist was like, you should wait a month or something. And you were like, no, she said I should. No, I did wait the first... She said at least two weeks. Okay. So then the date was right (laughs) the day after two weeks, Mark. Um, And I actually, you know, was very open with him about what happened. He knew timeline because I was actually talking to him when it happened. Mm -hmm. So I was already talking to him when that assault happened. Yeah. So he was very... I was very transparent about it. Mm -hmm. Very, very open about it. He knew. He, like, yeah. Um, but I definitely wasn't ready to date and I only went out and I went out on one date with him. Um, and never went out again. And then after that, my dating pretty much tapered off for a while. Mm-hmm. But that's an example of like, you know, for me, I was kind of treating it like I need to get back on the horse. No pun intended. Um, so, you know, it's just, you know, coming out of big traumatic events, yeah. Or processing old big traumatic events even. Just being yeah. aware of how much that affects you and those around you. Yeah. Any 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 traumatic event. Death of the family. Losing a job. You know, things that affect you. Pandemic. Seriously. That's um, where it feels like during pandemic, now dating shifted also because I felt like people were looking for more like... Connection. Codependent connection. Yeah. 
to be mm-hmm. honest. Because everyone were lonely. Yeah. Everyone was either locked down, so you're kind of just like, yes, let's just, sure. Yes. Let's move in together. Please hug me. Please, please, <laughs> please hug me. Please shake my hand. I, I know, know as I a can. person who decided to try to keep my dignity instead, please hug me. Yeah. Um, anyway. And then I think just generally asking... And truly asking yourself, and this is not like, oh, I'm awesome person. So of course I would. If you are dating, Mm -hmm. would you date yourself? Mm -hmm. Obviously. Sorry. You like it? (laughs) Duh. As a person who struggles with self-loathing, I don't know if I've ever said yes to that. So, but like truly looking at yourself in your current state, physical, mental, emotional, would you want to date yourself right then? Mm -hmm. And that's a hard thing to own to Mm -hmm. if it's not. Mm-hmm. But it's important. It's important to know what you're going to be inflicting on others if you're not ready to date. Mm-hmm. Right. So. True. How do you determine between am I ready to date because I have too many things going on or like, because like if we're thinking about how life works, we're always going through something. Mm-hmm. So like how do we determine like this is the point where you need to evaluate whether or not you should be dating? Um, I don't know that there's like... Like, should I not be dating during turn, period? Then I'm only date four months out of the year. Right? <laughs> um, I mean, I think for me, I take all of these and look at it as a whole. Like, I'm, I'm not going to focus on just one thing. Mm-hmm. But I more try to do a whole 360 view. Mm-hmm. How's my time look? How am I feeling energy-wise? Am I responding to messages? Mm-hmm. Do I even have time in my schedule to go on a date? Right, yeah. Um... You know, am I good? Am I in a good place right now with my trauma triggers? Am I okay mm-hmm. right now? Like, how's my therapy going? Like, yeah, I kind of try to take a 360 view. Yeah, me too. The only thing I would add to that, I, I would say yes on all of those. But except also I ask myself, my mom, am I on my period? I mean, honestly, though. Because <laughs> if when I'm on my period, that's when I want a relationship the most. Well, I mean, I get hornier on my period, so that checks out. Oh, nice. A lot of women do. Nice. I mean, I've definitely been horny, but yeah. I just wasn't sure if that's my current state. CJ's in the back just dry humping. <laughs> that's how I do it. That's how I do it. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's just a self... Like, kind of how you've been talking through why you're not dating right now. It's just kind of a Winning. self-evaluative, like... CJ gets praised at least once an episode. <sighs> then I am really excited to do podcasting. Right? I, like, you're shut, so up. I shut up your computer at the end Every of the day, day you're like... Do you, want, do you want to do an episode today? I could probably come up with an idea if you'll praise me for it. Like, I'm bartering. Yeah. I'm bartering. I'll give you two episode ideas if I get one praise. I love that Go. exchange, right? <laughs> she didn't say they had to be good ideas. Um, so, yeah, it, it's you're going to really have to evaluate. And honestly, like, having friends who will tell you to. I agree. You need feedback. You do need feedback. It's hard to evaluate your... Evaluate? Evaluate. Degradation. Degradation. I can say it now. Of course. Because it's not... I just take the the clip from this and I put right. it in the <laughs> episode. She could do it. Um, I think it's hard to... I always talk about... Maybe not on the podcast, but I know I say it a lot. Like It's really hard to see yourself up close. Um, you need to be able to pull back at like a 30,000 foot view. Mm-hmm. So having people who can do that. Um, it's the same reason as a medium. It's really hard for me to read for myself. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm too close to myself. Yeah. So... Having that outside perspective of people who are going to be honest with you, not just be like, oh my God, you're so amazing though. Fuck off. You're not always amazing. And that's okay. I know. It's mostly because you're not me. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. And I praised myself. No, I'm just kidding. It's so untrue. (laughs) 
would I date myself? Mm, I am, so, but I'm not liking it. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just like, kidding. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If there was some cool, sexy CJ who was not me, and they're like, so cute i'd see if they want to be fuck buddies i would love to meet myself i'll be honest i feel like right now the only thing i could accept is someone who's like me yeah. someone who's working on themselves a lot but really just wants someone to hug them yeah <laughs> if you like to hug physical me, touch be at the you like a physical touch i just I, I you know what's so funny is when i was in a relationship i wasn't like super into it i felt like i don't know if it was just because of the nature of our relationship yeah. being a young one but like I felt so like, God, please just stop like, like to a point where I was just like, well, and sometimes I still am like this, even with friends where I'm just like, Hey, can I initiate touch? Like period. Like don't touch me unless I start. Yeah. Like I just, is that why you like being around me so much? Cause I'm like, it's touch a little bit. I'm yeah, like, I mean, don't I touch don't, it. I liked, I liked being at the dinner last night knowing I didn't have to hug you. <laughs> Sure. I don't know. Like, it was just like, I, I don't know if it's maybe a social anxiety thing where I'm like, you hug that person, you hug that person, and then I hug you, and then I hug you, and I'm just like, ah! <laughs> yeah. I, and I love hugging, but it was still just like one less thing to think about. I don't know. Okay I'm the type that, like, I anxiety. could go either way on hugging. Like, yeah. if you hug me, cool. If not, I don't care. Yeah. Like, it means absolutely nothing to me if mm-hmm. you don't hug me. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I hugged a couple people last night, but it, it was because I know those people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not because I, I, like, I don't know how to explain that, but, mm-hmm. and I didn't hug everyone. There were certain people there last night I didn't hug. I know. Hey, if you, um, but you know, hey, speaking of, if you, um, <laughs> if you're an attractive uh, busboy at that restaurant and you're seeing this, please send a message because I would love to talk to you. Did I try to see if I could Google you? No, that would have been weird. Not at all stalkery. I'm sure he's like 23. That's the deal breaker. Yeah. He was really young. He's a little baby. Great body though. Anyway, um, so what yeah, not go either way. about? Well, so this seems like a very interesting list. I don't know how much more time we want for this, but like, uh, this one has like questions about the relationship that just ended, questions about your choice in your partner, like ways to be self-reflecting after a breakup specifically when you're trying to ask yourself, are you ready to date? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, do we want to go through some of our... Let's go through some of them. Let's go through some of these. Question about the relationship that just ended. Let's see. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I mean, I think the first one is good. Why do I think my last relationship ended? Um, yeah. For me, the answer is too awesome. It's like when you have a, you know, reaching into an oven and you need oven mitts because it's so hot, you know? <laughs> you're just too hot. I'm just too hot. If you don't got oven mitts, you got to back off me. <laughs> you're like, Nelly, you're like, too hot in her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what would my partner say was the reason that the relationship did not work? You know what the funny thing is? I, I only recently started thinking about this before I even saw this list because I think this is the first time I'm able to like hypothetically think about it without getting angry. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which kind of plays into have I fully grieved the loss of the relationship? Because I think that one is probably the most skipped. Anger is a part of grief. No. Like, no, it's not. Not. no, it's not. Just kidding. That's in the, um, what is it? The steps of grief, right? Yeah. The steps mm-hmm. of, uh, what is it called? The seven stages. Is it seven stages? The stages of grief. Of grieving. Grief? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. We're killing well, it. grief is one of them, so. Yeah. <laughs> Step one, be grieving. Me grieving. Do, me grieving. Do. Be grieving. I don't think that's a word. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. 
Questions about my choice in partner. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, have you learned anything from your choice in partners? I definitely did. Really? Well, what yeah. You like, I remember... feel like your type hasn't changed. Um... Sorry, I'm sorry. no i think my like physical type definitely hasn't changed um but what i'm willing to allow oh yeah in types of partners like i definitely have a type and i mean shit you can see who is around me by seeing like yeah Mm -hmm. i have a very specific type Mm -hmm. but allowing like the mental health problems um yeah I don't allow those around me like mm-hmm. I used to. Did you ever, like, I feel like I noticed a shift between, like, I thought that, like, trusting a person to be their own adult meant trusting what they say, too, before, like, watching actions, you know? Like, seeing if, if what you say about yourself matches how you move about as your own self. Mm-hmm. That, for me, I'm a little less tolerant on now where I'm just, like, if someone tells me, I'm like, okay, no, you don't have to say that. I'll find out. Um, I, like hear, I like seeing and watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to hear what you're saying and to see if that's what you actually do because for me that's going to tell me if you're in integrity with yourself and in integrity with me so if you want say one thing and then do another i automatically know that you're probably not in integrity with yourself and being honest with yourself yeah that's a good way to put it wow i feel like i can say that to my one sneaky link who i've always been wanting to go back to but i can't because he hasn't matured yeah now i'm like yeah, a lot of people are not... The reason not, why I had to stop seeing you is because you are not in integrity with yourself. Yeah, it, it's, you know, a lot of people see it as, like, lying. Mm. Or they're like, oh, you lied about it. It's really not. Like, they're really just lying to themselves. So they're lying, not... But I see it as lying to yourself. Yeah, they're... And then as extension lying to me. Yeah, and that's not truly what a lot of people are trying to do. They're mm-hmm. truly just not in integrity with themselves or with others. Yeah. Is it because they don't know themselves well enough? What's Sometimes, the solution there? How do you get in integrity with yourself? Your words and actions line up. Oh, easy. We don't have to make an episode out of it. No. <laughs> we just did it. Yeah. No, words <laughs> and actions, like, that's really what it means to be in integrity with yourself or with others is words and actions line up. Yeah. So if you're going to do something and say it, and then you do the thing. Mm-hmm. Or if you Good. say this is how you move about, and you move about that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, not everyone's perfect, but right. there yeah. are clear indicators when someone's not integrity with themselves or others. Yeah. Well, I mean, going back to, like, the person I was talking to, we thought it was just going to be a physical relationship, but then it moved about like you were trying to, like, date me. It's right. Like, uh... Then you're not, they're not in integrity with themselves or you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We have about four minutes left. Ooh, uh, questions about my readiness for a new relationship. Yes. Do I know how to be a healthy and emotionally intelligent partner? That is a lot to do with integrity. Mm -hmm. A lot. Do I feel strongly about myself and my own identity? That's a huge one. Yeah. That's a huge one. Do you know who you are? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people don't. No. No. They know who they've told or who they've been told they're supposed to be. Yeah. I feel like this goes back to being in integrity with yourself. Yes. We haven't left. We're still on the island. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people only know the person they've told they're supposed to be, mm-hmm. either culturally, religiously, however. Social dynamics, you've been told, mm-hmm. and you're operating from that, not because of who you actually are. Yes. I agree. I totally agree. I found that out about me, too. Mm-hmm. Um, do I know the components of an emotionally intelligent relationship? Do I get a... Do I get my sense of self from people that I date? That's a big one. Yep. Do I know how to be open and direct about my needs with my partners? Another big one. No. Another another integrity issue. I didn't know about how to do that when I was married. So. Yeah. Do I have any behaviors that are out of control? This can be drinking, shopping, work, drugs, 
food, mm-hmm. anything, you know, that's, that's a big one. Yeah. If you have out of control habits, there's probably something to be addressed there. What do you think of this one that says, is there anything that I'm afraid of or avoiding? Yeah. It's tricky because it's, it's hard for me to think of an example of that, but I feel like if I saw it, I would like... Yeah, I I think that's kind of the fear-based decision-making that we talk about. I was talking to a girl one time. Do you remember where I'd be like, um, hey, what's up? And then she would be like, I'm so stressed. I'm so busy. Mm -hmm. And I got this coming up. But I don't really want to talk about that. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Then why did you just talk about it? Okay. I'm feeling stressed. I really want to talk about it right now. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. That was a deal breaker for me because I know like if I can't get emotional in this, then I'm probably not going to have a good time. Right. If you're not going to be open with me with things that are clearly affecting you. Or if you're just going to emotionally dump and then well, especially then we like, can't deal with it. It's if like, your idea is that you don't want to talk about it and that means it's boiling over and coming out of you and if you were in control of that, you wouldn't speak about it, mm-hmm. that feels chaotic. Very. And that feels like it, you're going to accidentally lash out, but that's because you don't really know yourself. Very. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I agree with that. Yeah. So we'll drop, I mean, we can even drop some of these links on the uh, show notes. That way you can go read through them. Um, Make sure you're following our FKG Facebook page. It's where we host all of our munches, which are in person here locally. Follow our Instas. The Instas. We post stories. We post memes. Memes that I mean. queen right over here. I was about to say, yeah. Uh, we post different things that we both share on our pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, Siege is over here knocking out all the videos <gasps> of herself. <gasps> we shared those. Um, you can support us through Patreon or Kofi. Yeah. We are self-funded, so we love you forever if you do that. And we love you even more if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Reviews. Thank you very much. Apple iTunes. Uh, anything else? Mm, we'll post about our next month. Mm. We do those the first Friday of every month. Yes. I think that's it. Is that it? Yeah. Cool. Good, good luck dating. Bye. And good luck dating.